Chainsaw Matinee. Everybody take your seats. We have such sights to show you. I'm Kai. I'm Marty. I'm Hannah. Hello. 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 What's <laughs> that there on the chatty box? The chatty rooms. We're, the we're on the chat roulette. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're so... on we're on the weird caller ID phone bullshit laptop thing from 2006 with this one uh, i i just want to say um how the hell did these two people afford to like be video calling each other all the time yeah that especially must have been so expensive especially, so, especially if, if it she was, was like tied to their student. phone plan yeah they Odd. must have had like the most amazing anyway uh, backing up <laughs> today we are talking about the collingswood story um, I came across this movie on Shudder, and since we are doing found footage February, I thought it would be a good choice, because I believe this is the very first, um... Or at least one of the they, first. I think they call it web footage. Yeah. Like, it's a film where the entire thing takes place on a computer desktop. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so in I think the along same the movies style, of, um, Missing, mm-hmm. The Host. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, although um, this one was not done as well as Missing yeah, or the well, Host. So this one came out in 2002, which I'm going to be honest, I didn't even know they had video calling Oh, I thought it was 2006. 2002 makes a okay, little more sense. Okay, well, it was sense. made in 2002, but it was released in 2005 at a film festival. Okay, so, so they just like s- sat on it for three yeah, years. Yeah, so you will see different dates for this film, but it's okay. early 2000s. Um, the desktop layouts were giving me so much nostalgia. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I remember this was the time when I would only use computers to play like Barbie Dreamhouse in those little like cartridges um, that yeah, you would, was... or floppy disks that you would like put into the computer. It I was looked like if iCarly was uh, taking place in 2002. I think this that... makes iCarly look like Black Mirror style. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, the yeah. futuristic thinking on those teenagers. <laughs> But, oh like, yeah. This was it was just a fascinating time capsule cuz again like I didn't know that video calling existed in 2002. I remember um being a little kid and trying to look at the Santa tracker that Norad has mm-hmm. and like waiting like 10 minutes for the page to load and just <laughs> yeah, being thrilled when it I finally re- loaded. I'm like how did these people have fast enough internet to do video calling and how did the like, did the call quality look so good? Yeah, like, no. Even in, like, 2010, when I was using Skype, it would be, like, all pixel. Yeah, no. Oh, see, so for me, like... that's pure movie magic. I was like, oh, I see, they shot this and then shoved it into Yeah, I mean, laptop. obviously, that's not, like, a critique of yeah. the movie. It's just funny to me. But, no, overall, like, this was such an interesting time capsule. Like, I... Interesting's I, a, a word. <laughs> well, no, I do genuinely appreciate this movie on that level. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say right out the bat, I don't think this movie was very good. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting just to look at it in the context of its time. Yeah. Like, again, I do think this is the first web 
web-based or browser-based found footage film. And I think and it showed us, it taught us a lot about how to improve the the making of these kind of movies going forward, too. And also just, like, think about the limitations that technology itself had at the time, whereas now there's so much more we can do with it, whereas before it was more like, kind of like what they were doing back then was sort of the extent of what you could do with the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, he was, the guy was impressed that the girl was able to install the program on her laptop. And yeah. She's like, oh, look, I can carry it around with me. And that was, like, a kind of a a novel thing. Yeah, and like she bought, like, a hundred foot Ethernet cable. They, they didn't have Wi-Fi yet, so she had to plug the Ethernet cable into her laptop and carry it around the house with her. Mm-hmm. And again, I do just get this very low-budget feeling from this movie, so I could yeah. see them trying to be creative in yeah. other ways. So, like, I am very lenient on that. I think for me, where this movie suffers is just pacing. Mm-hmm. Um, I the- admire its creativity. I admire its, um, ideas um but i just i wish it was a little snappier um and that's a problem i still have with other like i i still feel that way during movies like missing and Mm -hmm. the host too where there are these moments where they're trying to recreate reality where we're just sitting watching the screen and i'm kind of like oh my god okay something happened please dear god yeah yeah that's definitely a lot of the movie is just the characters reciting facts to you about this old house yeah um but I don't know, like for what it is, I guess like I appreciate it. Um I did not care for the ending. Yeah, the ending was very much like you can tell this was really trying to be Blair Witch. Yeah. Mm. Um and I like that we Blair got Witch. to see what happened, which is kind of the brilliance of Blair Witch that you don't get to see what happens. But I do like that this movie you get to see a little bit of the aftermath and I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what they happened. also end, they also ended on a jump scare, which again, time capsule like that is so very two thousands. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say that mm-hmm. there's movies today that still end that way, but it, I feel like it was particularly prevalent in the two thousands horror movies of like, boo, we got one last scare and we're gonna make a jump. And yeah, I kind of <laughs> like that. It's kind of cheesy, but like, yeah, I feel fond for it. Like the same way that. I don't know, I feel fond of, like, some of the weirder fashion trends from the 2000s. Like the whale tail? No, not that. <laughs> I'm more thinking, <laughs> like, for me it's more like Hannah Montana fashion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, you know, too even, much like, glitter, monkeys on things. Jeans under like, a mini skirt. Yeah. That <laughs> well, stuff. In this movie, um, I noticed, like, her shirt had a butterfly on it. I was like, oh man, remember when butterflies were everywhere? Yeah. And, was and there like, was, like, girls at school would stamp have butterfly stamps on their face yeah there was a whole song called butterfly by crazy town come yeah, my lady yes come, i know come that. my lady you're my butterfly sugar baby but i don't know that was like a big thing it was like butterflies monkeys and dolphins yeah mm-hmm. philip what whatever i don't remember the guy but like they he made like pajama pants with monkeys all over it. Yeah, he was yeah. all over Claire's, which was like the epitome of fashion. Still do is, you guys, but, uh, you know. Do you guys remember Naughty Bunny or whatever it was yes. called? I do. I was not allowed to wear Naughty Bunny. She was I know, naughty. me neither. Good <laughs> times. Uh, that bunny was yeah. too rude, too rude, too cool for school. And my parents said, no, you're going to school. And I assume uh, everyone in this movie was probably told the same thing. Probably. So let's uh, delve into this. Okay. Um. So we the 
this movie centers around... I don't get the vibe that they're actively dating, but they're, like, romantically interested in each other. It's this guy and girl. Um, yeah, I John thought they were just really close, and he wanted to ask her out, but he never got yeah. the chance before she moved away. But That's apparently kinda... the, the description says they're a couple on the Amazon where I watched this. Yeah, hmm. I don't get that vibe either, that they're an established couple. So I feel I feel like it's, like, I think he did like have feelings for her obviously but i i do think that it was like they weren't together at all and he just like really wanted to be with her but she's like so far away yeah so she moved from virginia to new jersey for college joyzy she went to new jersey in the background you just see like tony soprano doing gangster <laughs> shit <laughs> the haunted new jersey house uh, the house wasn't haunted. Um, they just had a mobster living in the attic. <laughs> That's just Tony Soprano's house. Yeah. 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 So she's renting this like really old house and the owners are away for our weekend. And so she installs this video chat software that lets her talk to her friend. And it's like the way it's done, because it's not a program like Skype or anything, it's done through the phone. Mm-hmm. Like, you make a it's phone It's a dial-up, I believe, is what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah the dial-up. Uh, yeah. So that, like, I don't know, the whole technology aspect of this was really interesting to me. Yeah, I was, and, like, unsure how that really worked. Yeah, because but... obviously, like, I was using a computer at this time, but I was too young to be using it to video chat with people. And yeah. also... I legitimately don't think my family had good enough internet service to be able to do that. Yeah. uh, um, The one thing I remember from the dial-up days is that if you were on the computer, nobody could make a phone call. So I don't know how she was able to make a phone call while also being Yeah, so anyone in our audience who knows more about this technology and how it worked, um, please feel free to chime in because I... I am legitimately curious about that, and I would like to look into it after we're done recording Yeah, this. they kept uh, dialing each other's phone numbers, and then it would connect to the camera, and then they could see each other. Um, and I don't know if that was a real thing or just a thing they made up for plot reasons. I assume it, it was be. like, it must have been somewhat like a real thing. Perhaps. Yeah. And like, this movie also, I don't know how he... Because he, we'll get to this later, I guess. It's a plot thing where he, for her birthday, gives her a bunch of, like, numbers to call up for Mm -hmm. entertainment purposes. And I'm like, how the fuck? Because this reminded me of Chat Roulette, where, like, that's the whole point is you video Skype with random people and you don't know what you're going to get. But this feels more intentional than that because you have to know their phone numbers so i didn't understand yeah, well, yeah he, no, he it was kind of like he um, looked in the yellow pages and found like specifically found like video chat phone numbers yeah which um i don't know which again it's like thing. yeah i don't know if that was a thing i yeah. do remember getting the yellow pages and believe it or not i actually used it quite a lot um like i, I remember too. i would just call the movie theater constantly and listen to <laughs> what movies were playing and what times they were oh, playing. Oh yeah, we would do that all of the time. Um so like I definitely used I did actually use the phone book. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, anyway, I don't I don't remember anything about video chatting in it, but also <laughs> I lived in rural Oklahoma and yeah. not New Jersey. So shout out to the <laughs> Valley View um Valley View Movie Theater in Chickasha, Oklahoma. It's probably closed down now, but if you're still open, shout out. Hey. 
Hey. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So the main girl, it is her birthday, and she's turning twenty-one. And so the guy is like trying to help her celebrate, and he um, it's His really kind of sweet. Yeah, I can't remember. I couldn't remember either of their names. John yeah. and then John oh, and Rebecca. Rebecca, that's right. Because he's um, like, I call her back, and it's like, okay, man, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, and he like. You know, he has a piece of cake with candles on it, and he, like, lets her pretend to blow out the candles, and then um, he gives her some phone numbers to call. And the first number she calls is this old dude who's shirtless and missing all his teeth, and he just starts kind of yelling gibberish at her and slapping his belly. Yeah, and dancing around all weird. And, yeah, and she, like, hangs up because she's freaked out. And then she's like, why did you have me call that guy? Um, and we don't really get a good answer for that. No. He's just I like, think oh, it's I found just this number of It is. It's just, to, I think, to establish this idea that people just spend all the, like, because that's all he does. He's just constantly on video chat. And I yeah. guess to kind of establish this theme that isn't really explored very well of, like, being afraid of a, a certain kind of love or infatuation. I don't know. This maybe I'm reading too much into it. Is not well set up in terms of setup and payoff. Um, and it's also uh not good in terms of storytelling. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm willing to give it like if I keep it simple, I'm like, yeah, sure. You told me a story and it it didn't I don't think it spooked me a lot but like i can still be like yeah you, you did a thing yeah i mean I like yeah i'm not i'm not saying that like it's like bad for the sake of being bad i'm just saying it could have been way better than it was and it like obviously the storytelling notes that they were trying to do were not done well at all <laughs> i think the payoff was what really didn't work for me well yeah they also just have like elements that are just like randomly thrown in of like I guess this like creepy devil balloon guy, and I'm just like, where did that come from, and why is it there? Just like for her to for find me, something in the house? Question mark. There are elements that work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think altogether, I I really do think the pacing just suffers. Mm-hmm. Um, because it can't really decide if it wants to just leave you in this world of internet, watching them be on their desktop. And that's kind of boring. And then just deciding to give up on that and fade to black. But then you mm-hmm. also kind of take a break from the immersion and you're like, hey, wait, you just faded. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. So yeah. I just, it's, yeah, I don't it's, think they It's not a well to... put together movie. I commend that well, they tried. Well, I think tried. they did the best they could yeah. with the newness of the technology. And sometimes it works for me and some, most times it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So actually a tidbit that I learned about the filming of this movie is apparently... Um, both actors like filmed their scenes completely separately, so they were not interacting with each other I at any that. point. Yeah. And so it it left a lot of work for the editors to do to try to like stitch together conversations. So I feel like that's part of why you get those random moments where it like fades to black and then fades back in. Mm-hmm. Um, well, also on top of that, you can tell that the actors are not acting off of anyone else, and they're kind of just like trying to read the lines as best they can without someone else. I will say, I think the actors did a great job. They, I, think, I, I think they did I do the, the best with what they gave. Um, like, I genuinely were... thought he really did like her a lot. Like, I believe yeah. his affection. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe that too. There are just like several lines where it's like it it was a very odd affectation for like the response that they were giving and I think it's just because sure. yeah, I they got, were Yeah, I got that more between the guy and his friend. Like yeah. every now and then he's I like I agree. video chatting his friend um and I feel like those scenes didn't need to be there. Yeah, no. The guy was just like he was kind of just thrown in. I feel like, like yeah, only- I didn't care for him very much. I liked when he was like, "Oh man, I'm laying in pumpkin shit." I I thought that yeah. was good. that got me give a little haha. Yeah, and also, that was a, it's that trying was a silly, yeah, it's trying to throw in like a very Halloween vibe too. But yeah. like I don't know, it just didn't merge with the technology this, enough. For this me. movie has a great concept, which is obviously like set up in a video chat, you know, and on the computer. I think that's really interesting. I feel like the story is just way too cobbled together to make much sense. Um, I will will say... say, Oh, go ahead. I did really like the seance uh, scenes. I I feel like those were the best done. Yeah. Um, The actress who plays the the psychic is really good. And then this... I like that it's used again in the the film Host. uh, Mm -hmm. But this one, you do get to see the psychic get a little more involved before everything falls to shit. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to describe the seance scene? Me or Marty? Uh, you. you. Or either one of you. We could do okay. it at the same time. No, let's not. <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> I'll describe the, the first seance and then you can um describe like how it changes as the film goes on. Okay. So the first seance, um, he gives her the number. No, his friend gives him the number of a psychic. He gives her the number. She calls it up. And the psychic is like, I love how they film this too, because it's drama with a capital D. It's mm-hmm. this woman silhouette. And in the background, there are these flickering candles on these like little um, ah, stands. Candelabras. Where, yeah, candelabras. Thank you. And then she says like, are you above the age of 18? And I want you to understand this is for entertainment purposes only. And then she lights a little candle or lighter in front of her face. And she's this, she's got like the circular Morpheus glasses from the Matrix. Mm-hmm. And she's an elderly woman. And she's like, you are, v-, she'll describe your personality like, oh, you're very stubborn, but you have such a big heart. And then she'll be like, hmm, you're very I'm getting receptive. some readers. Yes, you're very receptive. And then she'll be like, do you have any DPs who you think might be reaching out to you? And they're like, the director of the photography? And she's like, no, dead people. Um, (laughs) And then um, she'll kind of do the very typical psychic spiel of like, oh, someone's reaching out for you. But then when she does a reading of Rebecca, she says, like, I sense a very dark spirit um, around you. And then she um, gets in contact with John and kind of lets him know that that area of New Jersey is very like shrouded in darkness and that she'll give Rebecca another reading for free um, Mm -hmm. because she's very concerned about a spirit that might be um, haunting her. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of the first reading. Yeah. Um, So like going through this, like, um, you know, John calls the psychic um, and uh, he tells her basically, like, hey, my friend just called you, and so I got a referral from her. Um, and she's like, which friend? And he's like, uh, Rebecca. And then she's like, oh, 
she's surrounded by darkness. There's um there's a cult in this in this area that um she's calling from um and they start talking about uh like something r- really bad happened at this house on Lee's Lane um and like they're like the house that Rebecca is living in now has like a dark aura um and that she's in danger and so like he's freaking out and so he calls Rebecca back after this like uh reading and he's like yeah she's she just like told me all this really crazy shit about where you live and I don't know how she knew that and they're like oh well obviously she's gotta have caller ID so like she's obviously fucking with us um and then later on they uh call her back and like she starts like pretending like she doesn't know who they are she's like I don't know who you are do you want a reading or not and then like you know She's like, are you're just fucking with me this whole time? So it really was just like a prank thing to get me to spend more money. And then so Rebecca hangs up and then immediately um, this, uh, the, the clairvoyant woman uh, calls John back and is like, she's in danger and I can't talk to her because this aura is so bad. It's like in the house with her and like. So it's, like, super fucked up, and she's, like, trying to tell John all this stuff, and, um, then she starts saying that, like, you need to, like, avoid his love and all this other stuff, and, like, I'm not sure, like, this is the point where, like, things start getting really weird, because, like, a lot, all the messages are very cryptic, and you're not sure who she's talking about, and you're, like, led to believe that she's talking about John, and, like, I guess that he is, like, some kind of danger. That turns out to not be the case. Um, but, like, he's, like, scrolling through the internet, looking up, like, this place that Rebecca lives in and, like, all this other stuff. And he finds this photo of a bathtub. And it's got, like, this weird demon ball toy thing in the bathtub. He clicks on the picture um and then the page uh like it it loads up this photo and then it immediately like refreshes the page and this little demon toy thing is gone and so like that's part of the story now and then you know well and before this happened the psychic mentioned the toy yeah yeah because it um as they're like putting together the backstory of this place they find out there was like a cult in this town and a lot of important people were involved, like including mm-hmm. a judge and like a few other people. And um, they had murdered a bunch of girls and they would gouge out their eyes and cut like a Joker smile onto their face. The Chelsea smile. Yeah. So that's like part of this backstory. And there was a family that got murdered in one of the houses. And um, yeah, the Halloween shaker toys, like one of the little kids toys Mm -hmm. the way i think this went down because then she goes up into the attic where i guess a lot of the murders happened and uh this is also where i start to lose touch of what's going on yeah the so the toy is up in the attic because like the house at one point belonged to 
this cult leader and he drowned his kids in the bathtub. And so like a lot of stuff that is tied to this cult is still in the house up in the attic. Um, she starts like going through books and stuff and finds like these postcards in one of the books. And that like, I guess one of the main things is that the, the cult like was started in France or something. And so these postcards are in French and they have this little demon guy on them. And they just look like old vintage postcards from, like, the 20s and 30s for, like, Halloween. They're kind of cute. Like, I I quite like that art style. They brought it back at Spirit Halloween these last couple of years. Um, yeah, it's very over the garden wall. Yeah. Um, but, like, in terms of, like, what that specifically has to do with the rest of the story is very vague. It just kind of is like, oh, she's in danger because she's in a house with a weird cult backstory. And then you don't really see what happens with that. And then, like, it seems like she gets possessed. Yeah, she gets possessed. And then stuff starts happening with John. And that's confusing because it comes out of the middle of nowhere (laughs) yeah i guess Uh, since the computers are linked it can find him i guess the caller the caller id you can like look up this place and then look up someone's name and then find their address the demonic caller id (laughs) the demonic demon caller id satan's got his um trackers working Sure. That's the devil's why you need NordVPN. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this why is the I'm best Nord trader by- ever. <laughs> no, I'm I'm here with Surfshark. <laughs> uh, you just hear yeah. a bunch of pop up so, ads. A devil in your hardware. So we do get our Blair Witch moment, where mm-hmm. of course the film has to end on a on a end on a bang. Mm-hmm. So someone breaks into John's house and kills him and cuts out his eyes and cuts a smile into his face and it oh turns we also out- real quick uh we also realized that the guy went after the psychic and like cut out her eyes because she also has a dramatic taking off of the sunglasses We're like he tried to get me but oh yeah she's, she's missing him. one eye one of her eyes is white um and yeah so like i guess they almost killed her or something and now she can see demons because Seems I like uh, that is a thing that like relevant, if you have uh, one blind eye, yeah, that that should like come up. But like, if if you like a lot of stories of people having one blind eye or heterochromia, usually means that they are connected in some way to the paranormal. That just doesn't come up at all in the story. She's just blind in her left eye. Um, but I think that's, like, what they were going for. Like, she was given this ability to see trouble because of this cult dealings that she got involved in. And she lost one of her eyes. I don't know. Well, Maybe I'm the just killer pulling this out of tries my to gouge out. Well, I was going to say the killer tries to gouge out eyes. Yeah. So I assumed he tried to get hers. Well, and yeah, I didn't she, know that about she, clairvoyance. So that, yeah, that would yeah. lead into that pretty well. Yeah, so, like, if you're blind in one eye, that means, like, that's the eye that sees, um, like, the dead in the realm of the dead. Um, there was they also sh- said that with people with one brown eye and one blue eye. Like, your blue eye was the one that was connected to, like, 
the the dead or whatever, but I don't remember specifically what this where, where that comes from, what specific culture. There I just a, know it was a thing. A short in the second VHS movie kind of about that, but it's like mm-hmm. this guy who gets um surgery in his eyes, like the LASIK or something, or maybe he just gets like implants. Mm-hmm. Um and then after he gets that surgery, he can like he starts seeing ghosts. Oh, it's, it's like, like that yeah. one movie with Jessica Alba where she gets uh, cornea transplants. Oh my God, I forgot <laughs> about that movie. We even talked about it on the podcast, and I totally forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, I forgot what that movie was it's called. called Be- the Eye. Oh, there you go. It's oh, called The Eye. Yeah, yeah. Put it on that the list. Put really it bad. on the list. The TBW. <laughs> To be watched. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's a, just sort of a thing they threw in there. Kind of have another like, oh my god, a yeah. twist. It turns out also that the person that murdered John is the old guy that they called earlier for some reason. Yeah, that was like the most far that That was like- For me, I'm like, okay. He just came out of nowhere. He's a devil worshiper and he murders people. He's a part of this cult. And it's like, okay, cool. He's just a creepy old man. I was just going to say, he's just a, this is one of those like stranger danger PSA internet things. Yeah. Oh, the people you get on on chat rooms with, they worship the devil and they'll slap their belly at you and you'll think it's all good fun, but they're going to find you. They're going to find you and they're going to take your eyeballs. So don't you dare go on Facebook.com, children. Don't go on Facebook.com and create an account and poke your friends. Because you never know who will poke you back. Yeah. And then (laughs) she, like, smiles into the camera. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah, Rebecca just, like, smiles in the camera, and I guess that means that she's possessed or whatever, but, like... And then Beck uh, looks into the camera and starts to sing, Soy un perdido. I'm a a loser because it's a singer, Beck. Because it's a singer, Beck. Yeah, I, I want I, you to know that joke is because there was also a singer named. I got it. Do you, I love do, that I song. I don't feel like you get it. I don't feel I, like you I, get. It. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I get it. I'm Are you sure, sure that you get it? Are you sure that you? I'm sure you get it. Anyway, I I do like that album me. a lot. Yeah, it's a good that, album. That album has some very strange album art, but I like it a lot. It's a cow skull on a weird scarecrow kind of body made out of metal. Hell yeah quite nice but no thank you i wanted to do one beck uh joke for this <laughs> one and that um that was my joke i listened to everybody the, applaud <laughs> the angry white guy polka the other day and that was one of the segments that weird al did hell in yeah that song <laughs> i love his polka mixes so good. yep so hannah yes what about this movie worked for you and what didn't work I liked the um, relationship between the two characters. I thought it was a very good reason to uh, put the film in this format. I -hmm. appreciate um, the creativity of wanting to try to tell a story with this format and using these tools. Um, I really liked the uh, elements with the psychic. I thought those were very effective. I liked mm-hmm. these moments of like darkness in the webcam where you see like fa- faces kind of fade in and out of like mm-hmm. the grain areas. Or I think my favorite use of the format was when he was looking up fo- crime scene photos and mm-hmm. you see the rattle in the second and then the page reloads. I yeah. thought that was was very effective. 
Um, yeah, that was pretty interesting. I just wish that the rattle went somewhere. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. I think that's my problem is that the the story, the folklore doesn't fit into why why is it in the internet though yeah Mm. yeah why is the the wicked in the wi-fi that's a good point because we do have like in some of the other movies like unfriended and you know friend request and some of those like it is um even though it's a supernatural element it is directly related to like people being bullied through social media Mm -hmm. um so yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But, like, that's what I said earlier. Like, I feel like there was, like, a lot of interesting ideas. It's just they couldn't pay any of them off. Like, mm. all of the stuff that they tried to do, it just didn't mesh well. Yeah. Because um, I was, mm-hmm. yeah, I was going to ask you, what, what do you think, Marty? What worked and what didn't work? Yeah, so I, like Hannah said, I, I thought that the, like, the seance stuff was really cool. Like, the, the, the Kala clairvoyant and, like, that element of it was really interesting. Um, I, I liked the idea of, like, having it be through, like, the webcam. The only thing is, like, the, the technology was not utilized well besides just like oh these two people are in two different areas and then you had like the clairvoyant in a third location and like that was a way to connect them all but like you could kind of do that in like a movie with just the phone um you know like people called each other on the phone all the time in movies prior to this um it just like they they didn't get as creative with the um the formatting that they were trying to use and then on top of that also like all of the stuff that they were trying to put together it just didn't work because none of it was in the same place um and it just needed to be more connected than it was um just yeah, like on all sense. fronts um and maybe maybe the fact that like these two characters are pretty disconnected, uh, like, served that, like, the rest of the story was disconnected. I'm giving it a little bit of benefit of the doubt, but, like, I don't know, like, the, there was just, like, you could tell that they were struggling a lot with, like, trying to do this in a format that, um, worked well, especially because they were filming all their parts remotely, and trying to put them together in editing, and yeah, yeah, it just felt uh, incredibly disjointed, and it it just needed a little, a, a lot more tweaking. Really. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think, yeah, I think my biggest problem with the film is the story, and just I feel like it didn't come together very well. Yeah, uh, especially the payoff, like the ending, just feels really gimmicky. Yeah, um, they cut out his eyes and gave him a Chelsea smile, yeah, and it was this like, old man from um, the internet. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, I, I completely <laughs> missed the fact that it was the same old man too. I thought, oh, random old man. <laughs> yeah, Hi. Um, you know how that funny internet be. Oh yeah. yeah, old men are just coming out of the computer all the time. I trying don't to know. Kill maybe maybe there was something in that conversation that that old man had with the two of them beforehand. 
that I totally missed that connected all of this together, but I, don't I think, think so. he was just creepy. I think he like yeah. said some vague things about, hey, you wanna love me? And um that was it. And then she's like, Yeah. Oh. That's kind of Also, what... there's never there's not really a clear moment in my mind where Beck is taken over by the spirit. Yeah. yeah. She just kinda like smiles creepily at the camera and that's the end of it. Yeah. Um, I also don't know how that connects to, like, the serial killing of John at the end. Yeah, I don't know either. Because, like, how how does a house in New Jersey connect with a murderer in Virginia? Yeah. there's a, good... It's just very, like, these bits are clashing and they're not melded together well. That's a good question. Um, but I guess back to, like, the part that did work for me was honestly just the vibes and the mm-hmm. movie were like pretty good like it was good at establishing an atmosphere mm-hmm. like i feel like the characters were like well established yeah, at yeah, least the for rebecca and john and the, and the clairvoyant yeah um mm-hmm. <laughs> you but get the, shots of john's room he like turns the camera at one point because they're like let's uh let's leave our cameras on and just like sleep through the night so that like you're not scared to like be alone in this house and he like pans over to his room and he's got an insane clown oh yeah that was was really cracking me up (laughs) that was really good um it's just like magnets yeah yeah but i think um yeah i think that like the i loved the design for their desktops Mm -hmm. too like it kind of showed what their personalities were like like back in the days when people used to just come up with like custom icons for all mm-hmm. of your like what i guess today we would call apps but you know yeah. like your different programs on the computer i thought it was really funny that the 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 psychic lady had like her her whole laptop like modded so that it had like demonic runes for all of her icons <laughs> that was pretty funny like uh. Like, it, it, I mean, I thought it was cute, like, that she, like, was, like, all into this to yeah. the point where she was like, oh, I'm going to make my laptop look like it's creepy and dark. <laughs> yeah, this premise, I would say, f- seems like an episode of season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Rather than, like, a movie that could stand up on its own. Like, it's such a 2000s thing yeah. where you can tell they're trying to combine new age technology with, like, old folks to stories and things that worked in other horror movies you know yeah yeah i will actually give a recommendation i think um if like what we're if the concept we're describing sounds interesting but you don't want to watch this particular movie i would recommend the din um which is we were talking earlier about like chat roulette that's kind of like the basis of the din. Like mm-hmm. it's someone who's just chatting with like random people and then she ends up like finding out about this whole like kidnapping ring and all this crazy stuff. Um and that was like really suspenseful and really good. Or um we're going we're all going to the World's Fair. Yeah. yeah that's a good I love we're all going to the World's mm-hmm. Fair. That's a really great one that that utilizes the um like the internet format pretty well. Yeah, um, but for yeah, that one genuinely creeps me out. And of course, host is also a really oh, good one. Yeah, oh, I do love host, host is excellent. Host scares me. Yeah, um, <laughs> but for what it's worth, I am glad we watched this movie. I think like just, it just. I don't think we get those movies without this movie. I'll say that. exactly. Yeah. I was like, you know, it's just a good time capsule, and like, yeah, there were things that I liked about it that made 
me feel like, oh, I'm, you know, I don't feel like I wasted my time. Yeah. But I wouldn't give it, like, a super strong recommendation. I'm just like, yeah, that was interesting. I'm glad I watched it. Probably wouldn't watch it again. I don't, I wouldn't say I'm glad to have watched it, but, like, (laughs) it was interesting. I liked the stuff with the psychic. I thought that was, like, an interesting uh, concept. Just, like, everything, like, everything else was just so disjointed and weird, and it didn't, like, flow together well, and it felt like things were missing or, like, glossed over that, like, didn't get, like, enough explanation. Um, And they didn't do enough with the format of being on the computer, because I feel like they could have done a lot more with it, and they just didn't. Um, But I mean, like, for trying to shoot a movie in which all of your characters are in a remote place, so everyone is, like, just reading, like, reading and acting to themselves, for the most part, I thought the acting was pretty good. Um, Even though, like, some of it was... You know, it, it it wasn't the best, but it was pretty good. Yeah, I feel like I, I'm glad I watched this movie purely from, like, a horror history perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I was watching the building blocks of a whole different subgenre. Yeah. And even if I didn't think it was the most successful in implementing those tools the fact that it was using them and um, laying the groundwork for them i think is um important and of note yeah and i think that it's still yeah go ahead sorry oh that's my overall thought i would say okay um i i will say like i i appreciate it for its experimental quality (laughs) um it's not great in terms of story, but they were trying something, and I agree. It didn't work, but it was like an interesting proof of concept. Yeah. There were a few moments where I got creeped out a little bit, and I'll I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah. Again, like I said, the atmosphere is spot on. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, thank you to all our listeners for joining us. If you would like to keep up with us, you can follow us on any social media. Um, Tumblr, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. We're Chainsaw Matinee on all of those. Yeah. Chat um, Roulette. A- yeah, Chat Roulette. Please do not find <laughs> Don't find me on Chat Roulette. I'm not there. I use Omegle. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't try to call us up on our dial-up because... I'm not patient. My mom's going to yell at me if you try to call <laughs> and I'm on the internet because she hates the fact that she can't receive calls when I'm <laughs> on the internet playing Neopets. It's I can't go off Club Penguin if I, you have to talk to the ghosts. It's <laughs> Club Penguin through the ghost. I want to actually, someone please, dear God, make a Club Penguin horror movie where the spirits get into Club Penguin that and are haunting the ghosts. That's that's like the only way to stop it is to tip the <laughs> you gotta find the secret clubhouse uh, uh, well I hope you guys all stay safe out there use the internet responsibly and don't talk to creepy old men yeah uh, until next time may your nightmares be plentiful and also not full of old men unless you're into that <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>